Hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host Rob. Welcome to the Age of Sigmar Monday Show, or some people call it the Nathan Prescott Show. I'm joined by my co-host today, Mr. Nathan Prescott and James. Pa- I don't think any of us feel. Do you want to just stop? Should we just not? Should we just fucking go home? <laughs> I'm joined by Nathan and James. Uh, I'm already. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Hey, G- I'm already saying I'm happy. I've got a paintbrush. Hello. Hello. I could sing the Nathan theme tune. That might. Could help. you sing us the Nathan theme tune? That'll start us off right today. Go for yeah. it. Should we, should we, should we just yeah, hold on. Again? Let me do. Let me recut us back in. <laughs> Twitch chat. What up? Love you forever. Let's cut us back in. Let's do this. Go. Come on and join the laughter. Let's all just have some fun. And here he is again with that random kick of Rob. <laughs> so here we are on the show <laughs> on a Monday night. We're not sure who this guy is, but it's a Nathan Prescott. Woohoo! All right, okay. Now I'm feeling it. Now I'm feeling it. <laughs> it Let's go. Enough. Let's go, Twitch chat. Thanks, everyone, for resubscribing. Mr. Tiger, Flukesy, Jog. What's going on? Thanks for being here. Nurgle Matthew, what's happening? The aforementioned Nathan Prescott. What is happening with you, baby? Uh, not a lot hobby-wise, I'm afraid. I have uh, been busy doing some stuff. Oh, I've finished painted my painting my scout boss on Spider over there. I can see him, and I've got some. I've got a test cruel boy uh, gut ripper that I'm about halfway through. Doing, Are you doing so, a test yeah. painting thing model? That's the words. But all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just paint one up and see what it looks like and then uh, just carry on, even if it, it doesn't look great. Basically, it's going to be the same colour scheme as all my angels because they'll end up all in the same army, pretty much. So just making sure I like it before I do it. <laughs> Is it a test model if whatever it looks like, you're going to just do them all the same? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just okay. wanted to paint one because I like them. And I thought, well, if I paint one, then I'd be like, Oh, that that looks nice. And then, even though, or that looks like how I want it to look. And then I'll just carry on. Or the, I've painted one. It, I'm okay, just just to test it, James's theory, and, and and I think the Twitch is there at this point. If you didn't like how it looked, which is already like the army you've already painted, and like how it looks, what would you do? Yeah. <laughs> Change my mind and make sure I like it. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't sound like liking something's very subjective, isn't it? You can change how, if what you like and what you don't like. You 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 can, but this is all your Nathan. This is you. You don't have to force yeah. yourself to to like it if you don't like it. <laughs> I'm not for. I'm not going to force myself. I'm much. I don't think I could force myself. I'd have to wangle another way. Maybe some bribery or something like that. There's other ways you can make somebody change their mind, not just force. I'm not going to torture myself until I like it, that's for sure. I'll just use some other method. Am I mental? Like, yeah. does any of this make, James, does this make sense to you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. <laughs> but, but half of the things that Nathan says when he talks about a hobby don't make sense to me. And then I watch him play and I'm like, oh, that made sense. I'm not sure how this one ever makes sense because I'd be really excited to just see him be like, painted this test module. I uh, hated it. I'm uh, going to do 47 now the same. 
That was my Nathan. That was my Nathan impression. It's a good one. It's a good one. Right, let's start the show properly. Uh, we're joined by James, obviously. Thanks to Moon Tyranid for resubscribing. Crazy Horse for donating five gift subscriptions. I see some legends in the chat. T-Man Cash, Halalex, big love to you. I am T Jones, Stabgrot Plus. What's going on? The Hobby Room. Thanks for being here. Is that is that Ben or is that Kerry? Uh, either one. Thanks for being here. It's lovely to see you. Um, guys, Zidey, yes. Yes, thanks for resubscribing. That's what game of Plus coming soon from Lex. Uh, Kerry, hey Kerry, hope you're well. And hi, some Norwegian dude. Today's show is eight minutes in. I'll tell you what it's about. It's going to be about the White Dwarf update. <laughs> the White Dwarf update to the Sons of a Hemet. Up, no, no. It's an update to the Sons of a Hemet, right? And you said it. And before that, there's going to be some community news. Uh, and we might talk about the Super Series event that we had at the weekend, if that's cool with everyone else, as well as my experiences. Oh, cool. Yeah, my experiences of yeah, our yeah, Hammerstorm yeah. event we had yesterday. So that's what we might cover. Uh, before we get... James, what's going on with you? Can we do a special shout-out at the start of the show to uh, uh, James's girlfriend, Meg, because it was her birthday? Hi. Um... Yeah, so, uh, oh, no, you've thrown me. Uh, what am I doing? I'm painting Annihilators uh, because I'm that person yeah. now. Um, Have you done test models? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, did a, I did a test model and I was like, oh, do I, do I like this model? Um, and then I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this model, but I'll just paint all the others the same. Right. You just um, need to. Convince yourself that you like it, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, apparently yeah. so. That's how that works Nathan, now. You would be the best YouTube um, content so creator. Yeah, so... It would be so good. The clickbait articles would be amazing. It's like get every test model paint every test model right first time, and it would just be you being like, if you don't like it, just tell yourself you do. One minute video, one minute cheating videos from Nathan. I'm in. That's great. Yeah. Convince. I just, yeah, I still don't get the concept, but still. So, yeah, so uh, I think that's about all the hobby. Oh, I tried to play a Beast of Chaos lists uh, last week because I decided that they'd been sat in the loft for like two years, maybe. So I tried to do that. Uh, thought it would be funny to see what Four Gorgons did. Uh, thought it would just be really easy to play. I'd push it all forward. Hope it went well. And uh, see what happened. Um, it didn't play as easy as I thought and actually was more complicated than I could be bothered with. Um, so they're currently back in semi-retirement for now. So, um, And that's about it. James, really, we had a beast, of player, a beast of Chaos player here at the weekend, yeah, uh, who I've never met before, John. John, if you're listening to the show, big shout yep. out to you. Uh, big fella, yeah, fucking big fella, big jaw. He's like... I'm like, all right, mate. He's like, all right, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. He's like, I'm a fireman. I'm like, fucking tell. Jesus Christ. Um, he was playing. He brought a pure Beast of Chaos army. Four Gorgons, James. Yeah. Loads of bull cores. Yeah. Nice. Got absolutely fucking walloped for three games. <laughs> you had to play Owen's Petrofex Nagash round one. Yeah. yeah. And Owen was the whole time was like, I'm so sorry about this. L- lovely. Yeah. How was it? Was it a beast not that good? Um, I think there's probably some gimmicks in there. Like, so, so what was I running? So there was four Gorgons, 
Um, they're kind of fun. Uh, 20 best to go, 20 best to go, 20 best to go. Um, what else was in there? And then three uh, shamans, standard, like beast shamans, and um, and one beast lord. I think that was everything. I think that's a thousand points. And it went badly. Two thousand points. Uh, so I think that was everything. Um, it didn't go badly. So I played Nick, uh, Nick Thompson. I had a game against him. He was playing his Living City, which I think he also played the weekend. He, he played here, yeah. Uh, where you are, on at the well. So, yeah. I, um, so yeah. he played that. So no, no, you carry on. Carry on. No, you. No, um, you. So yeah. So he played that. I played Beast of Chaos. You're just trying to confuse yeah. me. And uh, and yeah. So I think it went. I think we got to about turn four. And I basically like had to make a summon, kill a hero. It got hard. On turn four, it got hard. Um, uh, but the 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 best of goals like perform really well. Like the rerolls against order were good. The plus one to hit on the charge is really good now because it's so hard to get from anywhere else. And like they just do it. Like it's just built into mm. their war scroll. But it was the first time I think I'd run a big blob of thirty twos, and you realise that it's kind of awful so like all those best of goals are on 32s i'm running them in 20s most times in combat i might get 10 oh. if i'm lucky okay yeah so that... because of the new cohesion rules it's just so hard and they're one inch range so that makes it really bad um so yeah so so they were they perform really well like they're plus they're four up save they can make themselves three up save you know there's some really good stuff to it but the cohesion rules just make them not as hitty as they should be or used to be. Um, to see, yeah, that was okay. hard. So, yeah, so now I'm... Yeah, you can take the Annihilator list to um, to your uh, the Justice Series GT this weekend. Uh, yeah, a little, a little very, yeah, a little variation of, uh, of that list uh, based on, like, what I own, what's painted, um... And some other bits that I learned when I uh, came down to the venue and played last. Okay. Um, so I uh, had, I think, one of my most my most fun things I've done in this version of Warhammer um, is that basically when I came and played uh, the last time at the T-Sports, which was singles, I brought uh, Andrasna. Yep. Or Andrasna, yeah. however you want to say her name. Her. Uh, and uh, with her three guard, and each game I moved her into the middle of the board and saw how long she'd live. Okay, and how did it go? Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, really good. So in game one, she uh, fought against Math Mallow, fought for several turns, and then finally uh, was my secondary, so legged it. Uh, no, my primary, sorry, my grand strategy. So she legged it. Uh, then who did she play? Then I put her just in the middle of the board and 20, uh, 10 brutes charged her. She fought them for like three and a half turns, didn't die, killed them all, and then a more crusher charged her and she died really fast. Oh. Um, who else? And Whoa. then what did she do? Oh, and then game three, she fought a load of Seraphon and lasted for hours. Um, if not the whole game. Uh, I just, sorry, James, not to interrupt cool. you, but uh, thanks to Crazy Horse for donating 58, nine, uh, 58 quid to the show. 
Um, you guys might see a little donation bar in the middle of the screen. Um, we did, uh, when I get onto it after James has finished, uh, or finished talking to James, uh, we did uh, event coverage at the weekend, and uh, we're going to be covering... Um, and yeah, we just we're trying to raise more money for more cameras, basically, so we can get some some better top down cameras and some better swivel cameras, which are these uh, big expensive cameras called PTZ. So a huge thank you to Crazy Horse for kicking us off on that uh, little front. That's a nice start. So uh, very fucking kind of you. Appreciate you. Excited to hear your thoughts about uh, your time at Nashcon this weekend. Um, so James, you're hyped for the weekend. Uh, you're gonna play at the Just Play series. You're gonna be a lot of comp gamers. How you gonna How you feeling about that? Yeah, fine. I'm going to sit at the bottom. I'm going to sit at the bottom and enjoy the bottom tables. Uh, there's some very lovely people going. So I had a, lo a look at the list and I thought, oh, I don't want to play him. But I'll, I'll be nice to see him. And then I, I don't really want to play him, but oh, I'd be nice to see him too. So I think I'll have a really nice time probably sitting at the bottom, probably getting absolutely smashed. But enjoying being there. I think, I think Nathan yeah. was smashing a lot of bottom at the weekend. That's a whole different event, I think. Uh, but I, I, can't, I can't be certain. Uh, uh, thanks to Kerry from the Hobby Room saying bottom tables are the best tables. Well, let me uh, let me talk about the event that we had this weekend. And thanks to Bobham for donating 20 quid to the show. Uh, appreciate you. Oh, let me just answer a question from Rancone in the chat. Hey, Rob, how does Amazon Prime work with Twitch? It's sometime, something about me linking my account and then being able to stuff for free with my favorite Warhammer streamer. Uh, yes, there's something you can do, but I've never done it. So uh, I... I'm saving uh, it for I'm saving it for Warhammer Plus. <laughs> do you yeah, want me to on. finish? You basically can link your account, and then each month you get one free subscription to any one channel, um, and that's how it works. Oh, and you also, if you play games, which is the other big thing, is you get loads of free stuff for games. So League's probably the biggest, most notable one. But you get like a free skin shard every month. And I think they've been doing it for like yeah. two Question, years. Question, Nathan. Uh, what do you tend to use your Amazon Prime sub on? Like which game? Skin shards? Where you at? What do you generally tend to use them for? Ah. <laughs> 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 All right, we're in. Okay, let's start no. the show. Uh, thanks, guys. Andy for donating ten pounds. I'm feeling it now. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Um, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> we've answered that question. Uh, <laughs> uh, so at the weekend, I'm going to quickly talk about this. At the weekend, uh, um, we had two events here at the TSN Arena. Two events. We had the Super Series, which was the six versus six team format, Dragon Slayers versus the South London Legion, and then we had a Hammerstorm mm. event, which was yesterday, which was taken out by our man Owen Jackson. But we had a bunch of uh, new people, um, which was just just amazing uh, yesterday, which I think was like kind of one of the highlights. Um, it was just really fun having them here, and the atmosphere was pretty great. But the um, uh, the 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 Dragon Slayers versus Southland Legions was a pretty interesting matchup because I don't know if you two know the result. Uh, I know Nathan, you were away at the weekend, um, um, but did you guys have like a, a a favorite like team going into it? Either of you, uh, Nathan, what were your thoughts? Um, just off the bat, obviously Dragon Slayers—they're closer to home, but I hadn't really. I'd had a quick look yeah. through the lists, and there were some interesting ones on both sides. Um, some of them I wasn't quite sure on the tech, like like what the like if there was a plan or if they were just just taking them just because they persuaded themselves they like them. Well, I don't know, but yeah, 
so yeah, quite kind of interested to see how they went. Uh, yeah, there were a couple of Kragnosses, a couple of Archeons. Yeah, they stuff, uh, yeah. they let the whole tide down. They were not the uh, the Archeon. Yes, the Kragnos. The Kragnos was a Kragnot. Uh, I feel like I got that. I know I'm not the I'm not the funniest right, yeah. person in the world, but I'm trying. Uh, let me tell you, I'm trying really hard to be funny nowadays. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Bobbin, for watching. That's and funny. AD Mac, who is in the chat right now, um, said uh, uh, he's just resubscribed. So thank you very much uh, to you. Uh, so it was interesting, right? Because you've kind of got, like, in my opinion, like the the creme de la creme down from the South London Legion. You got a, a, a ton of like. Um, very studious, thoughtful players in the South London Legion, and and the lists. When we did the list review, review show on Mon on Friday, sorry, it did seem like, in my opinion, they'd put a more structured team composition together. Like they had a theme. They had like some pretty like stringent battle line. So like some like strong battle line. So that like you probably weren't going to get broken flags, or you might not get broken flags. Um, their generals were hard to kill generally. Uh, <laughs> wasn't was that? Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe who knows i'm trying hard to be funny james yeah i'm really self-conscious okay, about sorry. it now um we've got we've got the That's laugh funny. track if we need it um and <laughs> anyway uh so it looked like they had like this this like this full team composition however However, problematically, um, uh, the the Dragon Slayers list were were chaotic, as you would expect, um, because generally they're a chaotic group as is anyway. Um, but the the to cut to the end of the story quickly, uh, it was a it was a, a, a romper stomper to the Dragon Slayers, like twenty two hundred twenty five to one hundred and thirty five oh. in uh, in tournament points uh, over the course oh. of it, and um, and and just so many things to take away from that particular match that I found so interesting. So I'll just kind of give you my highlights. I've touched on them a little bit today. Number one, is AD Mac a genius? That's my number one. Yeah. Because I don't know what he's ever doing with his army. So if you guys don't know, AD Mac uh, is one of the organizers for Sheffield Slaughter. But he was running that like very unique triple corn demon prince list with Bellacore, uh, the Marauders, and a War Shrine and a Blood Secretor of all fucking things. But just like he's constantly, he brought his super series before. And uh, Nathan, I know you've looked at one of those games, or we've done coverage on one of those games at least. And James, I know you've been around for that as well. Like AD just like plays Warhammer. I don't see many people play at all. Which kind of like led me onto a, like a thought process of like, like I think that there are so many styles of play that we don't even really see or understand yet, and I think eighties is one of them. Gone. Isn't isn't it because he's playing ninth <laughs> age, but doesn't realise it's a different game? Eighty, <laughs> this isn't the old world. He's like four demon princes, a great man. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried to wield a demon prince? It's so easy. They're on a single base. Reform free. Yeah, just wheeling about, wheeling about. I tell you what, I'm excited about that old world though. The map, gorgeous. Well done. Well designed. That map is what I think. Uh, really, really well put together. Yeah. Uh, on a serious note, just because you talked about it, yeah. I think it's quite interesting. Like. Big love for Eddie Mac as much as I bully him every time mm. I see him everywhere I go, all the time, every day. Um, but it must be really interesting because obviously one of the things he also does now is writes his own oh, game does. system, um, which is like crazy little tiny models and Napoleon and stuff. Um, but it must be really interesting, I think, um, 
to then come back to a game that he's played for years because maybe he sees it differently i know he's in the chat and maybe at some point he'll talk about it but it'd be interesting to know whether he sees sigma differently because he sees things we don't based on writing rules and mm. stuff but only plays them but makes them yeah yeah that's yeah. true yeah, it's true. I think that's an that's an interesting take. It's just it's just it's very fascinating to watch him play. He plays a, like I'm as we all know I'm a very cagey player. Um and so he just plays like a very aggro style which kind of blows my mind. And it's just something I wanted to bring up because it was fun watching a load of people play over the weekend and some of the play style like Fabian for instance his list plays the way it plays so he doesn't it like you don't really pick up a style from that if that makes sense or maybe i've just watched a lot of 80 play so it just becomes one of those things where you just like like every move is just something maybe i wouldn't have thought of and i do a lot of coverage right we like i'm like oh, i'm probably gonna do this probably gonna do that but honestly his list is so disarming that i have no clue which i think feeds into kind of a grander theme um with uh with armies in general and probably is going to feed into the conversation we'll have today about mega gargants because they don't play differently to how you ever expect they play exactly what you think they're like if you play mega gargants you're going to walk forward onto an objective and then your opponent's gonna be like i wonder if i can kill you that's all you're gonna do like every doesn't matter who plays them there's gonna be no different style um, but like amazing watching AD play. So that was one of my takeaways from the weekend. And it got me thinking about like different play styles and generally sort of like player skill and how much it might be effective in, in Age of Sigma 3. And then following on from that, um, one of my other takeaways uh, from the weekend, well, I've got a few. So the last one doesn't need tons of discussion. Uh, it's just that, again, um, and not that anyone in the South London Legion isn't a brilliant Warhammer player. Leo played. He's a great player. Uh, there's, some, there's some brilliant Warhammer played by the South London Legion. Um, but Andy Hughes, when does Andy Hughes not win most of his game? Like, the man must have, like, an 80% win rate at Warhammer. Like, he's either 4-1 or 5-0 in any tournament I can think back on. And maybe he's lost. No. Like, like I know, I know, I know he's a dick. But, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> right? He's brilliant. He is, unless it's day two and he's been barred from the bar the day before. <laughs> unless it's that. They're not so good. Unless it's that. <laughs> Unless it's that, um, and uh, and it just it just got me to thinking about different play styles and 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 how people play and getting reps in, and I think that was one of my big takeaways from the weekend because I know the Dragon Slayers play a lot as a group, and um, uh, and I know the South London Legion guys do as well, but they've been they've been kind of trapped at home in uh, in London with restrictions and stuff over the past year, and I think the Dragon Slayers have been able to get a few more reps in basically, um, and so I put a lot down to that. But those are my those are two of my big takeaways: player skill was really on show in some matches that's not to say other people weren't playing great games they were but those two kind of out of the 12 people playing those two really significantly stood out to me and have consistently stood out to me which i think is uh is quite interesting because the more you see people play like i i really want to watch bill Sousa play warhammer i've never got to see him play warhammer and like so he's an american who nath just for you he won an event uh 98 player event today with flesh eater courts and oh really and wow. an allied in Gatebreaker. <laughs> Good. That's great. <laughs> He's a great guy, yeah. yeah. I've been to the bottle, bottle store with him. You've been to the bottle store with yeah. him? Yeah, you have, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's a great guy. So, yeah, I've not seen him play, but, yeah, obviously his results uh, speak for themselves. Which, He's always Which kind of, um, which kind just of... Just out of interest, Nathan... Is Sorry, the, no, um, you go first, James, and then I'll, interest, I'll finish my the, point off. Is the 
is that you going to the bottle store with Bill Sousa video on your OnlyFans <laughs> or no? No, I don't take videos. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Carry on, Rob. None of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so my, uh, my, my question is, uh, well, my follow-up is, is because then I tweeted about it, right? Because I tweeted about uh, AD and Andy, and I just said, look, these guys are great at Warhammer. I loved it. And I wanted to big them up because I thought it was really important. It kind of made me think, one of the things that we don't do enough, I think, as a community, that's one of my takeaways, is just big up each other on Twitter. Like, we're always nice to each other on Twitter, or we're not. <laughs> um, uh, talking about... talking about <laughs> that, that definitely should have came with a disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer, or we're not. Possibly never. Well, what I more wanted to say, <laughs> on a Tuesday. What I more wanted to say was maybe we should try that a little bit more, especially with players who we think like are pretty solid. Like, and I was going to ask you two, who are your favourite like people to watch play Warhammer, or like, or oh, maybe you don't watch anyone. Maybe that's just a very unique to me thing. I can I can give tell you me, one tell without me. even thinking about it. My favourite player who I think is probably one of the best players I've ever watched ever play Warhammer is James Boots. And no one will probably... Why? Why? Tell me is. about it. Tell me about it. Here, uh, let me Give me the big up. Uh, yeah. So he comes to Scribes, um, and he just plays, like, incredible games of Warhammer. So I think at... Um, which event did we go to? Um, maybe Bloodshed in the Shire? And I think on like the last game he was on table six and he got like a corn bulgore list with only bulgores and one hero. And so like every time I watch him play, he plays like the jankiest lists with the dumbest setup because he just loves playing Warhammer and then still always plays amazing. Um so like last year in my garden he brought a clan Eshin only right. list. And then like went to the effort of making sure that all of the models were actually the Eshin ones and the Screaming Bell was the original Screaming Bell. And like but like he he didn't win many games, but he just he sees things that I don't, I think. And he plays in a style that I think is really hard to follow. And he's one of those people if you're playing him, like probably friendly i don't think we've ever played at an event but he'll you'll do something and he'll be like can i ask why you did that because i would have done da, 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 and you talk it through and he's really interesting he sees things that i haven't seen or things before i have haven't seen them or just moves that i don't think are even possible um and so i think that would be really interesting um because as well i also think it'd be really fun for once just to go here is a really good army and watch him play instead of like something that doesn't really work, which is what he that's normally. The, that's seems interesting. Hi, Rad in the chat says James Boot is great. I played him at Sheffield Sort of Nineteen, and he ran a Spider Grot army. Pete says I love watching Archie play. It's like watching a game of Buckaroo and waiting for it to all fall apart, which is very funny. And if you guys don't know who Archie is, <laughs> Archie is such a funny Warhammer player that he's got his own emote in the chat that you can use uh, for your sad face Archies whenever everything goes wrong. Nathan, have you? Uh, have you got anyone like that you enjoy watching play Warhammer? Um, I'm trying to think of games I've enjoyed watching. I, one of the first games, um, like that I can think of, the when I watched um, one of the guys that was at the weekend, yep. Nico, 
playing against um who is he playing against? I can't remember who he was playing against, but it was at the Clash of Swords. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed watching that. That was a scaven. It was just the way he was invested in his army, and then, but then, you know, when things went wrong, he was very, very, you know, it just went straight over his head. He didn't let it get to him, whereas some people get really uh, start getting upset and start blaming the dice and all of this. He just accepted it as what it, how it came to him. So I just liked the way he he dealt with the game. His his plans were really good and everything, and the way he set it up and explained it to his opponent. But then, uh, you know, but then the way he accepted the way that the game went uh, so, and what the dice did to him, I thought that was really good. Uh, one of the other guys I really like watching play is... Um, Oh, I don't know. I've I've watched Darren play. I've I've uh... an interruption. Oh. oh, I think it's fine. That's good news for us all. Uh, okay, um, right. So I don't know what it's about. Monday night, rest of the week, no dramas. Monday night. So what's funny is is our tier video. You know, we did the other week. Yeah, people were desperate to watch that. They were like, oh my God, yeah. this is... Because that's like great clickbait content. Like, people fucking fawn over that. If you do a tier video, people are like fucking rubbing themselves, ready to watch a tier video. They're like, oh my God, I'm so excited. <clears throat> and the first hour and a half of that is just Nathan trying to reconnect to the chat. Yeah? The amount of negative comments... The amount of <laughs> negative comments that. we have on that video is through the roof. It's very funny. Um, anyway, so I just thought it might be a good opportunity for us all to talk about, talk to and or about the players who we love um, and maybe big them up on social media or Twitter or something else and send them a message because that's something that kind of struck me from the weekend. A couple of other things that struck me from the weekend is um, I think two hours 45 is probably not long enough to play a game of Age of Sigmar 3, um, ultimately. Uh, I think... I think uh, okay. I think so maybe three-hour rounds or fifteen hundred points. Now, no one's ever going to play fifteen hundred points because uh, James, do you want to play a fifteen hundred point match? Uh, Why? No. Uh, I just think like the the problem is, isn't it? Realistically, the game's designed it's for two thousand points. Thing, mate. Like like absolute nonsense. There wow. is zero way that they like. At what point were they like? Yeah. This is what we meant at 2,000 points. Come on. Come on. Fucking rein it in, son. Like, absolutely. pull, your, Wind your neck all the way in from that statement. Yeah. <laughs> well, the list writing is, isn't it? The way that yeah. the battalions work and the, the in the little tables and stuff like that. Also, There's just 1, change and 2,000. I want to change okay. again. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, sure. They're designed for whatever you think that they might be designed for. Um, uh, so there's that. But I think may- most importantly, people just want to put all their toys on the board, right? That seems to be the general consensus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the more toys you have, the, the more yeah, people Yeah, basically. Have. So then I think you've got to say they need to be three-hour rounds, basically. Yeah, or you're going to need to play with chess clocks. Nathan, you've played in a, a tournament or two now. Um, have you got any thoughts as to... Have you got any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, obviously, I would like a little bit more time. I'm always there at the end playing <laughs> playing games. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see it being a problem, really. Obviously, the people that still finish earlier so are just going to have a longer break. Um, yeah. If uh, if they can fit it into the day, then yeah, 
three-hour rounds take a bit of pressure off would be better. Yeah, I think three. I think three-hour. Oh, yeah, I think three-hour rounds would be good. Yeah. Um, and my reasoning for that is, is I don't really know what is slowing people down. Like, if that makes sense, I don't know. Uh, like watching different games at the weekend, like yes, the Gargants versus uh, More Crushers were like uh, were maybe a faster game than you know your regular army. But like your regular army should just be able to play, and it's not like anyone at the weekend was slow. Like everyone who was there at the weekend is a pretty competent gamer, and if they're struggling um, to finish games, and I think that's true of events that I've seen generally. Uh, although actually, that said, games pretty much finished yesterday, I would say. Um, but I don't know. I think the game could. Do I, you I, think? Go on. Do you think most Age of Sigmar two games finished in two hours and forty-five though? No. Or do you think people just talk those through as well? I think, I think so. You have to play to the end of Age of Sigmar three, where you don't didn't have to play to the end of Age of Sigmar two, right? Yeah. Um, and so because of that, um, uh, like I think I think that's the reason we're not seeing games finish because you can't just be like, cool, I'm not going to win this. I can't get the points back now, so we'll just call it because normally by turn three, unless like the priority's gone super bad or the game's gone super bad, there's still probably just only a few points. Um, uh, like a, a, a few points in it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just asking the question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the scoring, it's a lot tighter normally, isn't it? Yeah. So I guess so. But I'd be interested to know everyone else's feedback. If you've been at some tournaments, you think they don't tend to be finishing, let us know. Uh, Pete says people need to spend more time thinking about deployments for different battle plans and matchups before they even get to the event, so they can make decisions quicker pre-game. I think I agree with that as well. Um, uh, Shelf Loathing says I would play 1500 points happily finishing earlier is not a problem for me and if people consistently finish faster that gives time for four rounds in a day I think the reason I bring it up um, is because uh, I, anyway I just bring it up because that's some kind of feedback I think I have about Age of Sigma 3 generally now I think I've played it enough and I've watched it enough that I'm not 100% certain that 2 hours 45 is comfortable especially if you're playing casually right like James you're like I'm going to be a mid-table gamer oh, yeah. this weekend I'm just going to have a laugh drink some beers and have some fun yeah I personally think that you should be the benchmark for if we finish games in 2.45 not I Go yeah on. I like my games of Sigma in my house mm. since three have come out have been like maybe four to five hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's different when you're you know, playing with your mates, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I also think like like there's some food and there's some drinks. But like if I want to stop, like my my Warhammer table is basically my downstairs, which is one big open space. So like if I stop to grab a drink, I literally like walk away from the table, walk the other side, pick up a can, sort it. Like at an event, I have to stop. I have to go to a bar and there's this table service, which is rare. Um, so I think like actually the, there's so many things at an event that slow it down anyway. Like someone's mate come over, says hello. And I think like when we go back, I know none have really happened and it'll be interesting, you know, like next week, maybe I'll, I'll talk about it, but the event on Saturday I'm going to, I think is about 30 odd players, maybe 40. Um, and it'll be really interesting to kind of go back to that. Cause I think people will just be really excited to see each other. So, um, I imagine that actually that might slow a load of games down too. 
I guess so. I guess so. Also, people are just getting back into the edition after a big long lockdown. There's a bunch of there's a it's a new edition. There's a bunch of reasons. Maybe it will speed up. Maybe that's not an issue. I just thought I'd bring it up as one of my pieces of feedback. Nathan, you got any thoughts on it? Well, I think it definitely feels like it takes longer because every every battle round you've got a whole well every turn you've got a whole set of decisions you've got to make regarding battle tactics and all of that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think I've personally, I've struggled with that a little bit. Like, uh, oh, which one do I do? And then I'm standing there and then the pressure's like, I'm, I'm taking too long to decide this. And then that makes the decision harder. So, yeah, uh, I think it does take longer. And probably, um, uh, I think I've mentioned it before. I think it's a game that you need to be playing fairly regularly if you want to be... Um, quick and smooth with it uh, more so than previous editions really it's, it's not a game that you can play oh I'll just play this once or once a month or once every two months and then just turn up at a tournament and I'll be you know uh, being able to smash through games really fast if, if you're coming up to a tournament you probably want to get f- uh, several games under your belt in uh, closer to the tournament so that you can be a bit more uh, adept at making decisions, really, and all of that. True. And, uh, and it's worrying me that another good point being made in the chat is plus the damn app doesn't work anymore, isn't up to date. So it takes longer to make sure about your rules, which is also true. Um, that's also a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think the players are slow. I think the game might be functionally fairly slow. But my other little feedback is that the game is incredibly fucking fun. Like, this edition is just, like, a laugh. Like, it's just really, really, really funny. Like, I mean, also heartbreaking, you know, like, you've decided to do that battle tactic and you don't kill the thing by one wound. Yeah, like, we watched one of our matches uh, on Saturday, like, a Bade was trying to kill AD Max. Um, Chaos Sorcerer Lord of Manticore, and he'd thrown seven at that it. He'd thrown Sentinels at it. He'd, he'd, so, he'd thrown everything at it. And, like, it just ends up being on this one wound, and you stood there like there's nothing left. And you want to try and throw the kitchen sink at it, and it's nothing. So it goes from, like, this moment of, like, well, elation on one side and heartbreak on the other, but such a good kind of emotional roller coaster for a game between two people to be. I just think, I think. I think that is, um, I think it's just a really brilliant game, um, is one of my other uh, pieces of feedback. And then my last piece of feedback, I think, is that, um, from the, again, from these two events, is that um, uh, the differential scoring system is 100% the only one way I want to play. Like, no, no disrespect to any of the TOs who are doing other stuff, you're just doing it wrong. Like, not to be rude, yeah? Like, you're just not encouraging people to have as much fun. And it's so funny going up to it, not funny, but you can really like smooth an ego over. You walk up to a table and you're like, how'd it go? They're like, oh, lost. And you're like, but what was the score? And then they're like, it's this and that. And you're like, well, that's only a 12-8. And they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. And then the other guy's like, basically a draw, really, mate. And he's like, yeah, it's like, it, you mark it down as a win, but it's only like four, it, it doesn't feel like much in that case is and most of the games from the weekend i did some stats on this actually most of the games from the weekend were rarely 20-0 generally you tended to float around like the 12 to 14 bracket as like a as kind of like that was your winning kind of like top end with rarely did you get 20-0s rarely did you get 19s but like i don't know why you're not encouraging people who are not 
going to win to have more fun, which is what the differential scoring system does. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, and it's it's not my system. It's just the system. I think. Um, and I think it's so much more fun because even when you're seeing people lose, they're like, I'm not, I'm not letting you have a damn rap point. Like round five, they're like, you're not getting this fucking, like you're not getting this secondary. Fuck you. And it uh, and it stops people like, uh, ret- it's not. It just stops people like giving up halfway. Do you know what I mean? And trying to pull points back. Well, I think yeah. it, it makes it makes a game. I think the other thing, like we talked about it, I know a minute ago, but like you could end a game of Sigma on turn oh, 2.0 on turn three if you like lost half your army. Whereas I think like uh, the game I had against Mathmalo, I basically used the prime to drop round, kill his general, and then basically died, which I knew was going to happen. But then I had to keep my general alive. So like my last two turns was just running Andrasner away, um, like into a corner and hiding her behind a building. But it made it funny. And it also made it worthwhile playing two turns because I was like, oh, the run roll matters here because if I get her behind this building, then like you can't get her, you can't see her, you can't get to her, and she's gone. Um, and so I think it gives you another reason to keep playing. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's really good. It's really useful. And so if you guys are listening and if you've got any sway with your local TOs or you are a TO yourself, please do just give it a try. Even if you think I'm a giant dick, just be like, do you know what? Like, give it a try. Because, like, it's super worthwhile for all the people playing, in my opinion. Um, and I think more and more people should adopt it as a, as the system. I would like it to become the system because no one showed me anything that's remotely close to makes any more fucking... In, in fact, everything else is more confusing in my opinion, someone's like, okay, this one's going to count. Battle tactics is going to count as two things. You're like, mate, I'm barely holding on. I just, I've remembered what all out defense is. Give me a moment. Yeah. Like without it all changing. But I guess if the community is all going to do different comp systems, then everyone's going to have to fucking butt their ideas up and learn a billion things anyway. So maybe it doesn't matter about a universal system. Who knows? You got any thoughts on it, Nath? No, I, no, I, I'm used to your system. I've not really seen the other ones. Uh, yeah, your system works, so I'm I'm happy with that. That's how it used to be in Eighth Edition. Yeah, we were happy with it then. Uh, we've had win loss draw most of the time since then. And it's still win loss draw, right? It's just it's just the secondary. Yeah. yeah, I'm not advocating for it being like the primary scoring system yet. Uh, <laughs> Um, but it's a good system anyway, is what I'm saying. So th- those are my experiences from the weekend. Sorry if that was uh, I hope that wasn't too long. Uh, but basically, um, uh, a lot to take away from that. And also we had a bunch of new players as well, which was really lovely at the Hammerstorm event, um, which is just fun to have new players playing some Warhams, right? Um, and turning up. So more yeah. of that, the better. And it's so good. It's so good to have new players in this early in, in, in an addition, uh, making waves and doing really well. Uh, so yeah, uh, a fun weekend for me, uh, and still loads to learn about Age of Sigmar three, which I think is exciting. So um, on to the kind of the news section for the show, mm. if you guys are okay with that. Um, I'll, I'll try not to keep it too yeah. like um, there is none. Is maybe the key takeaway that there's no, no there's no news. There obviously was a Games Workshop event this weekend, so we think maybe the FAQ will come out this week. 
for the game. Like, so there is a there is a outstanding FAQ. If anyone's like, oh, what's that FAQ? It's going to be on a ton of different things. Like, no one knows how pink horrors really work. No one really knows about sixes to hit versus sixes. You know that sort of thing. Um, there's a bunch of different stuff. That, and if you're like out there, like I don't know these things, then it doesn't affect you, and it's super okay. Um, like, maybe we'll see a Wildwoods update. But so we're waiting on the FAQ. Still, is something we're waiting for. Have you not yeah. got your sign out yet? No, no sign. Not sign. They're going to get one more week before we get the sign out. What do you guys think? Okay. Is that long enough? Uh, it's been a bit long, hasn't it? What? For? For this FAQ. It's been ages. It would be nice to have an app before the FAQ as well. Well. Okay, yeah, we're not oh, yeah. going to get the app, no, are we? Because the app's... <laughs> Has anyone loaded the app recently what azir no not azir the agency yeah. app no yeah. why because it now tells you it's going yeah. and they've cancelled your subscription and <clears throat> uh have fun on your way oh really yeah i've just seen it a new warhammer agency yeah. app is on its way okay you can download the new warhammer age of sigma app soon nathan don't worry yep yeah soon so it's on the soon, it's baby. on the way um it's packed with exciting features and fresh functionality sign up for warhammer plus uh mailing list to stay up with the latest news has everyone signed up to the warhammer plus mailing list question mark no why because why do games workshop have like 92 mailing lists <laughs> why can't they just have one <laughs> like I've, do you know what? Every for the last two years, I've spent most of my email life like someone will be like, "Oh, do you remember us, Zavi, or whatever the hell they call that web?" No, cancel that. So I've cancelled like loads. So every time now, Games Workshop are like, "Oh, made a new website, new game, new website, new mailing list." I'm like, just have one because you send it all from one anyway. It's true. So no, it's true. You haven't signed up. I'll just buy it when it's out if I'm if I decide to buy Nathan, it. Nathan, not not part of that. Not not getting involved. Uh, no, I've signed up for the newsletter. Yeah, but the I've and I've had a few of the newsletters. The, there's no fucking news. <laughs> it's just clip <laughs> load of waffle. Just hurry up with the friggin' app and stop writing letters to us and get us the sodding thing that you on that we should have had a month. You bastard. The um, there's a bit of an issue though, eh? Uh, in that they did say that the app was coming alongside Dominion, and then it didn't come uh, alongside uh, Dominion. Hey, Buzzo, finally seeing my favourite podcast in the flesh. Powerful lads, thanks, Buzzo. Uh, what's going on? This is what we look like. All, all three hundred kilos of us as a as a group. Um, each. <laughs> yeah. each. Um, so yeah, they did say the app was coming along with Dominion, and now uh, they they retconned it to say coming soon. Uh, so if I was to, if I'm a betting man, and I don't know what I want to bet on this, so Nathan, I don't know if you want a friendly wager. Um, uh, if uh, if I'm wrong, I'll play Gits in a tournament this year. How's that sound? Yeah, and then if well, you, and if you're what, wrong, wrong, you have to what? play Zinch this year. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, what? Okay. What? What am I saying? 
That's a good fucking. That's a good fucking Twitch chat. Everyone in the Twitch chat. I mean, like, I'm fucking invested now, Rob. Yeah, I am invested. Um, uh, <laughs> the bet is, uh, the bet is uh, that I don't yeah. think that there'll be an agency bar app out this year. So you've got ages on this. You've got ages. It's uh, a pretty safe bet that I'm right. going to be wrong, but I don't think they'll put one out this year. That's my bet. Are you taking me on it? Yes or no? Wow. I really don't want to play games <laughs> ever in my whole life. Uh, Through the then. TV. You heard <laughs> it there. I'll play games. There I'll we go. Anyway. You can just put as many trogs in there as you want. I'll have yeah. the worst time ever. Fucking two trog bosses. I'm like, what does this do? <laughs> All right. Nothing. 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 Amazing. All right. So I don't think there'll be one out this year, is what I'm trying to say. Um, so... Really? Wow, that would be terrible. It's based on no information. It's just based on pure... (laughs) It's just a fucking guess. It's just a complete guess, but I think I'm I'm right on that one. Um, uh, It's interesting though, right? Because... So so I've always played Stormcast anyway, but the new books come in. I've moaned for the last two years about not wanting to buy a book and only having digital. So it means if there's no app, I have to buy the book, which I already didn't want to do. And then I'm then going to have to not put it in an app because there won't be an app to put well, it in. Well, of course, of course, the the, uh, the books. This is the other thing. So the final piece of news is we're still waiting for the release of the Stormcast and also the Uruk Warclans Battle Tome, right? Um, which is pretty, pretty yeah. shocking. Um, did anyone see the 40k roadmap? Hoping we get an Age of Sigmar one soon. Did anyone see the 40k roadmap? James, did you, you see don't one? Get robots. No, what? No, they got a roadmap. Yeah, it but it was, it, was, one, it yeah. was two codexes they'd already released, <laughs> one that they'd already said they were bringing out, and then two mystery ones in six months. That was the roadmap. They were like these things, you know, and in six months, two you don't know anything about. It was useless. It was like, it was like the sun will rise tomorrow. Go on. So, so, but, uh, so are they? specific dates for the mystery ones or it's just sometime in the f- next six months i think they might have specified the month books. um and that's oh, yeah. it uh, oh fair enough oh, i guess that's better than nothing oh well so, yeah, yeah we're thinking that, that the stormcast yeah, book and the crew and the uh the Uruk book will go on pre-order this weekend is the, the so we might finally get a start right but we so to lead into the conversation um uh which we've I've smashed that by the way uh, 55 minutes in to lead into the conversation the main subject of the show uh right now is um that we know that the new battle tomes are going to have their own core battalions and their own battle tactics and their own grand strategies and the reason we know that is because in the white dwarf supplement that we're about to talk about for mega gargants they already have that like they've got one in a supplement and the supplement has come out before even a codex has come out which is uh, quite a fun uh thing and so we might get s- supplemental updates via white dwarf um if what if sorry for some there was a lot of young lads at the uh, the venue recently so i'll try and explain it to them a magazine is um, 
how can I explain <laughs> it properly? A, a magazine is it's kind of like a book you got at school, but like with pictures a lot and stuff, and it's kind of cool. It's a cool book for the young lads at home. I don't know if Mumford's still listening. I don't know what magazine anymore is it? It's like it's it's like thirty to fifty online articles mm. printed yeah. with some pop-up stick yeah. in the middle. Very much like um, a battle tome is like Wahapedia that you've printed out. Uh, yeah, it's just like yeah. <laughs> it's just, just like, like that. that. <laughs> cool book with lots of pictures. Maybe that's how I do events from yeah, now on. That's how you should do it anyway. Uh, Grand Lord Batty says, a series of blog posts all glued together. You've got it. So for the kids listening, you've got that now. That's what a magazine is. So now some of the rules are going to come out in magazines. Um, I don't think explaining books to them, like They'll be like, what? What is this? You're talking about old man. Um, and so, But we've seen... Uh, so let's just talk about that for a minute because that's kind of the the key point to talk about before we actually talk about the Mega Gargants. Um, and Crazy Horse is saying there is White Dwarf content match play legal. White Dwarf was not listed on the page in GHP 2021 legal publications, um, uh, though they were formally FAQ'd. I'm sure that they'll FAQ them in Crazy Horse if anyone decides to. But I mean, but now the system is if you don't like them, just comp them out of your event, so it's not an issue uh, anymore. Like that's like our answer to all things in Age of Sigmar anymore. James doesn't like corn. Co- he just comps them out of his event. Can't play them. Not allowed. Yeah, but okay. I, I like so what? You're going to give him less points? Only eighteen hundred points of corn allowed. Fifteen hundred. No, no, no. If you if you play more, corn, more points. Everyone gets to point at you and say <laughs> you're god stupid, and then you carry on and play as normal. It's like organised bullying at its finest. Choose a better guard. Uh, um. <laughs> so let's talk about this. So Age of Sigmar three lands. This is important. They're like, hey, listen, lads. Age of Sigmar three. You guys are gonna love it. We couldn't balance war scroll battalions and before i get into this the core battalions in this aren't anywhere near as strong as a war scroll battalion yet yet uh we couldn't balance uh and thanks for chump hammer for for sassing me on twitter about this i loved it um we couldn't uh balance war scroll battalion so we took them out of the game to i think much rejoicing i don't know if you guys remember how you felt about it uh but a few months ago Yeah, I think in general, most people are in favour that uh, those battalions have been got rid of, that like, all the change host and yeah, the like. Yeah, they did. Uh, James, are you happy about it or not happy about it so, when it happened? Yeah. Uh, about them being, uh, I, think, I think it was just time, right? I think like some books got 10, some books got 1, some books got good ones, lots of books got loads of rubbish ones. I played Stormcast for years, they were all trash. Um, and I think, like, because some were narrative but super strong because of it and some were narrative and super rubbish because of mm-hmm. it, the balance was appalling. So I was just glad. I was, I think, like, one part of the game, having, like, consistency that was across all armies was I agree. good. I agree. The fact that it was gone. Uh, but now uh, they've returned. So I guess Twitch chat, Nathan, YouTube thugs, podcast bros, how do you feel about the return yeah. of core battalions? Um, in this setup, what are your thoughts and feelings? Well, they're not core battalions, but they're not. What, what's the words? They're core battalions. Battalions. They're core battalions. They're faction-specific core battalions. 
so you can stack them. All battalions. Yeah, I mean, uh, at first I, I was like, oh no, we're going back to what we had before. But I guess if they're going to keep it so that you still get to, you only get the the bonuses, which everybody else gets anyway. So uh, little pictures of fists or hearts and that sort of thing, then I guess it's they're just changing the layout that that might be different for all individual books. It's only if they start bringing in extra you're getting extra benefits then that would be the worry but if it's just going to be the same benefits that you get anyway from core battalions then i don't see it being too much and what you mean by that is uh specifically when you create a core battalion you get something uh you get like one of the upgrades basically so you it either becomes a one drop or you get like uh, the ability to take an additional enhancement or something yeah that's fair and actually genuinely looking at the gargant ones they don't seem terrible they seem fine they're not overpowered. They don't do anything extra, like you say, Nathan. They allow you to build your army a little bit of a slightly different way. Um, so I actually think that that's honestly a positive. Um, I think where it gets interesting is that we have... Uh, they also have grand... We'll talk about this in a minute. They have grand strategies and they also have battle tactics. And again, the battle tactics aren't brilliant, mm. nor is the grand strategy. Not when Beastmaster's available, which is keep any monster alive and they're all monsters. I guess the problem is... And again... I'm complimenting them because they're all great. So, like, um, I'm probably being, like, a bit of a doomsayer, and I'm not trying to be, but the Stormcast comes, one comes out, and if it's got a battle tactic that's just, like, deep strike, get two victory points, you're like, oh, there's not much I can do to stop that. Do you know what I mean? Like, in 40k, they have a real problem in it in that they have faction-specific um, secondaries, and they're fairly easy to achieve. The other problem is, is, like, the knowledge gap that you don't really know what your opponent's battle tactics or even your grand strategies are, if that makes sense. So, like, there's a bit of a gap mm. there. And we're going to be in a world of haves and have-nots. So the new battle terms will come out. These are the only negatives, by the way, because hopefully they'll also add a bunch of flavor and character to the game. So there's also that as well. So in 40k, you still have to, to tell your opponent what the plan is before you start yeah. to try and do it, though. It's not something you... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess uh, the individual battle tactics and those with some armies could be an issue because uh, that that's where you can try and deny your opponent or that's where the points are scored, obviously. So that those are very important. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. If some armies get super easy ones to do, like a whole load of five that they can do where they don't even have to engage you then that could be a be a bit of a worry at the moment everybody's got access to at least two or three that they can do um but then there's a couple where they actually have to get involved um so so they can't keep running away forever i agree so yeah they're doing their own thing I think I also game, agree with basically. some Norwegian dude in the chat. It says battalions are not terrible, but the strategies um, will at some point break the game because Games Workshop can't handle that forever, which I sadly agree with. Um, but here's hoping. That's my only, like, I don't think I love it because I quite like that we all know. Like, we all know. You can even help your opponent outright. They're like, oh, what battle tactic? Blah, oh, just do Savage Spearhead. It's right there. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's really collaborative because it's the same shared pool of knowledge. 
when it becomes very bloated, it becomes very complicated. Uh, and again, those core battalions don't do mm. that. Um, and I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to rain on it. I just don't know what it adds. If I'm honest, I don't like it because I don't think it adds anything that we need. Is what I'm trying to say. Just put more flavor on a war scroll. I mean, you can't say you want the game to be like a little bit like more structured out and write the Severith war scroll. Do you know what I mean? You can't genuinely be like, I'd like the game to be a little bit more like streamlined or a little bit like more uh, flavorful and just have whatever the fuck Archeon's War Scroll does, which is a billion rules. Um, so anyway, James, you got any thoughts on it? Oh, okay, oh, tell, tell me, tell me. Step. Come on, let's go. <laughs> like I've just, I've been sat here listed, and I thought I'd just sit quietly. Um, uh, I am super against it. So I, I there's part of me that's like yep. they kind of had to put them back in right because otherwise what am i buying a well book exactly yeah like i'm buying a narrative book so that's one of the issues i think they kind of gave themselves when they did it like one of the big debates that seemed to be happening everywhere was well what's in my book now some war scrolls uh, obviously they're not on an app anymore but you know you could have just brought the cards if you were into that um however like i'm just super against it like one i think at some point it becomes really hard to balance you either make them good or trash some will be good some will be trash probably but i think more than anything else like i like you know you brought it up but i like that shared pool i like the fact i know what my opponent's got choice of i like the fact that they know i've got choice of i like the fact that they don't need more than one book to know every single one i can do um but I think for me, the, the other big one is that all the games I've played, um, and I've played less recently, but obviously when it first started, I did, uh, I, I don't know, maybe 20 games in. Um, but I think the biggest one is like turn three, turn four, and turn five are the big turns. Like that's where it all kicks off now. Like turn one, I'm probably doing run three together. Turn two, I'm probably doing whatever. But like you just said a minute ago, an hour ago or wherever we are like there were some cool points where ad max uh sorcerer survived on a wound so if i've got a choice so i'm like i kill that sorcerer he's 13 wounds he's a four up save he can make it a three up he can re-roll it or i can go to my stormcast book and i can have a wizard cast a spell now obviously i'm making that up but it could be one have have a stormcast wizard pray to sigma three up if it goes off you get two points like if my chances are better i'm just going to take that one and i think like that like part of the excitement of the game for me in all those games i've played is or has been like choosing those well playing those well uh watching players skill develop as they learn how to use those better than others watching people like i played a gargant's player um reset club and for his first one he took the one where you take two objectives that aren't in your thing because he knew turn one he could just walk onto them take them take them off me and claim them and i was like cool i wouldn't take that one first turn because i could struggle and i probably wouldn't get there but you can and then our order slightly changes but it gets really interesting i think once you give players i don't know let's say they give six more in the stormcast book instead of having eight or whatever there is and knowing that three i'm not going to have but i haven't wrote a list with a monster in which has happened in most of my games. So I'm like, well, it takes out a couple. Um, suddenly, I've got a choice of 13, let's say. 
and my opponent's got a choice of eight. And I think on turns like at least four and five, having all that extra choice is probably going to make it way better for me than my opponent. And that's kind of rubbish. So that's, I think, I just think for me, it takes, it takes like balance out of the game fast. And it doesn't matter if they're good or bad, just having extra choices always. Oh, so you good. want more choices? No, no, no. Like, I no. think that's what makes it bad. Yeah. Like, putting extra choice in for one player and not another, but also, like, long term, putting like 13 choices in for every player means I think there's less risk reward. And I think sometimes you have to be like, right, this turn I take kill the general because that monster is still on third you know 18 wounds and a three up save so i've got to kill their general who's weak so i've got to like sacrifice stuff to do that but then also beat up that monster so that next turn i can take that and blah 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 and like so then you have to play like a more tactical more intense game and i oh, think that's where because the there's less options because there's um, quite there's not that many battle tactics at the moment okay yeah, i see and, what you're saying yes like so and and how many can you make like if i'm playing stormcast what's it going to be keep a redeemer unit you know move a redeemer unit cool it's my battle line or like what are my grand strategies keep a redeemer unit alive well okay it doesn't matter because i've already got battle line and it's basically the same thing or you know keep keep a paladin unit alive and and, and then it's just like more choice that yeah, i don't need i guess so i guess so um, I think that's a good point. Uh, how many ba uh, battle tactics can they make before they make ba uh, BT players not need don't need to interact with their opponents to achieve? Interesting, interesting points. Well, let's go. Should we go through them and like have the convo and then see how we feel about it at the end? Don't forget. Also, I think one of the interesting things about this is that we're dealing with an incredibly unique army. This doesn't like I know a lot of people are saying, hey, like. Um, this obviously uh, the mega gargants couldn't really go into any of the core battalions anyway but I think we're going to see each battle tome have its own core battalions it's going to have its own battle tactics it's going to have its own grand strategies uh, is what we're going to see and I think I think that's going to mean each one so this is our first tester of it and we'll see how we feel about it right um, that's, the, that's the best we can do so first thing yep. they've got um, is uh, they've got two core battalions they've got bosses of the stomp bom 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 yeah, um, uh, and then they've got foot sloggers. Yeah, foot sloggers. So if you're a bosses of the stomp, uh, you can take. Yeah. You have to take two mega gargants, and you can take up to four mega gargants, and that allows you to take either unified, which is a one drop deployment, which is amazing for mega gargants. Amazing, having seen them play at the weekend, or um, uh, uh, sorry, or the. Magnificent, extra, which is an extra enhancement uh, in your army. Now, one of the key things about this is how does Sons of Behemoth perform, Rob? Great question. Thanks for asking. Um, I, <laughs> I do the stat center. They're doing really well. They genuinely often get into the 4-1 slots. You see them play loads. Um, I know what you're asking. Hey, Rob, how do they work? Okay, well, it's really simple. You start them on the line. You don't do anything else. You have a two-drop list, or maybe a one-drop list now, and then you walk onto the objectives. And I know what you're asking. You say, Rob, aren't you going to get charged? And the answer is you are, but it doesn't matter because that's the only way you can play. You just walk, you stand, and then you fight on the objectives, and that is the end of your strategy. It is brilliant. If you're a new player, you're going to have the most fun. It's so good. 
it's just like I'm going first. Okay, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna walk on these objectives. You're like fucking big thumb, and it's like what now? It's like come and kill me if you want. That's it. And it's like and you don't move. You just fight on that objective. You count as forty models or thirty models, sorry, and then that's the end of the game. It's like you don't. You probably don't have to move again. If I'm honest, don't have to pile in. Don't have to do anything. You just got to roll like. 10 dice every like your opponent takes another 30 minutes for their turn moving everything around and you just uh you occasionally need to shout all out defense as well thank you dangerous martin that's also and sometimes try and heroically heal uh but it's just uh so good so good um uh so yeah so having it as a one drop is great and then foot sloggers is an optional mega gargan which is interesting and then it's two man crushers within a, which are necessary for it, or you can have an optional mega gargan as well. Yeah, so it's two man crushers definitely, and then either an additional man no not either plus an additional man crusher and or plus an additional mega gargan, and that gets you one drop. So that gets you unified, which is the one drop, and it also gets you swift, which is once per battle uh, you can receive an all out move. Um, so that's that six inch move instead of a rolling dice run, which is also brilliant if you just want to walk onto an objective um, and stand there for, <laughs> for five turns. Uh, the Hobby Room says, my only game of AOS 3 was against Sons of Behemoth. It was fun thanks to the opponent, but the game was just blah. It was just a fight and no tactics. I mean, that's kind of fun though, right? Like, um, I two treasures this weekend uh, Ironside, uh, a big shout out to you love you forever um, uh, was playing against Nige with his Gargans and it was just a Gargan off yeah and it was just they didn't move like I came back an hour and a half later and I was like what's happened and they were like oh we're just still fighting on this objective it was great it was amazing they didn't like they they were so chill I was like do you guys want to drink they were like nah I'm alright Rob fucking easiest day I've ever had just like roll a couple of dice your turn it's it it's, uh, <laughs> have you ever seen that Aussie man reviews where he's like, nah, fuck you, nah, fuck you, nah, fuck you with the punching? It's, it's just that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, imagine I it's can't a, imagine. I can't, I can't imagine a more fun way to play Warhammer. Um, I mean, I can, I can imagine a more fun way to play against someone with Warhammer, but not that. Have, have you played against them, James? Nathan? No, I've not played against Suns yet. But yeah, it it does sound like uh, <clears throat> they just move on to objectives. How do how do they uh, cope with uh, well, that... battle tactics then? Because okay, sometimes so, you have to so do turn one, you run them. For turn one, you run them, and you've done them all with <laughs> monsters. So that's three, right? That's three battle tactics. Yeah. Turn two, yeah. you're doing monstrous takeover because you're on an objective. Yeah. Then turn three, yep. do what you yeah. like. Try and kill a battle line, sure. Um, try and kill the general, sure. Try and kill a monster, sure. Um, do any of those? Like you're you're laughing. Um, I mean, if yeah. if turn one, I mean they could just, just do aggressive things, expansion yeah. turn one as well. Yeah, and then and then they can do ferocious mm. advance, which yeah. is a running one later on if they wanted to. There's so many options. There's so many options about how they run forward. Um, so it's a good one. <laughs> Many options. Fair enough. Yeah, totally good. Uh, oh, this is uh, this came from the Priority Roll podcast. That's nice. Big shout out to Priority Roll. Oh, that can't be why they've stopped, can it? No. Did they leak this? No. No. Anyway, um, well, it says nice this, what? this 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 image I've got on WhatsApp from the Priority Roll podcast. It says it there on the screen. Can you guys see? 
says that? Did they leak it? No. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure it didn't. Anyway. Um, but are they watermarking taking photos? That seems weird. Or or is White Dwarf advertising that podcast? Does anyone know? I have no idea. Is it a, it's got a screenshot from there. Uh, yeah, it video? might be a screenshot. Did they do the video on it? Maybe they did that. Um, it's not leaked. No. Um, uh, I have my White Dwarf with them no. in already. Oh, okay. Well, then, never mind. Don't know why that's on there. That's interesting it's on there. But it's not on the next one. <laughs> so weird. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, so, uh, Express Metal says, I played against them last night and they were kicking objectives towards my unit so they could carry on stomping my stuff. They can also do that. Sorry, I forgot they could also do that. You can also do that. Right, okay. So, the battalions seem fine, though, right? The battalions are not scary. They're not chain chose. They're not trog herd. They're not um, the Skitterstrand one, whatever that was. That was the scariest one. Yeah, yeah. The, um, so, but, but being able to take Unified is quite good for them, isn't it? If they can do a one drop, because the lower drops, the better for them, isn't it? Especially if they're playing against another Sons of Beer mat, because this is the first one that gets on the objectives. Yeah. So it's got the advantage. Uh, 100%. Because they're already taking the Amulet of Destiny, right? Um, so yeah, always. So they've always. already got a fiver ward on one of their guys. They're already probably in Taker Tribe, um, so they've got more wounds. Um, uh, so like, yeah. So I, I think being a one drop is fantastic. And you really have got to ask yourself: there are so many Mega Gargan armies out there, so many. You have to ask yourself: how am I going to kill them? Just say to yourself: how do I kill forty wounds with a three up save, um, with a five up ward in two turns? And if I can't, I lose. That has to be your question. You have to ask yourself. Like, and they're not. It doesn't even matter about them hitting you back because they're rubbish in a fight. Like, so like they're fine in a fight, but they're not like whatever. Uh, Kragnos is not the one I would say. Um, but anyway, uh, right. So grand strategies. Oh, <laughs> Craggy. What? What does he have? A few bashes at them over the weekend and yeah, because basically what you say with Kragnos is you're like. These 2d6 win or lose me the game. And I know that's true in a lot of situations, right? There's a lot of situations where 2d6 wins you or win or loses you the game. But this is like, you build that into your army list. You're like, okay, if I come against Mega Gargans, I need to charge Kragnos. And then I need to roll quite high on these two sixes. Like, end conversation. Like, nothing else you can do. But but soon he can just have some Bolt Boys behind him and they'll but, do all the I work. mean, why not just have more Bolt Boys instead of him ever, James? Yeah. Well, that's true. So, but you know, uh, right. So uh, the grand strategies are um, Sons of Behemoth Army only. It's called Stomping Order. Make the land tremble as a stomp of gargants charges into battle. The reverberation caused um, uh, caused has been known to bring about an avalanche. Oh my god! About avalanches and earthquakes, much to the amusement of Behemoth's children. When the battle ends. You complete this uh, grand strategy if any friendly units made a run or charge move in every battle round. It does not have to be the same one. Okay, so that one's not good. So that's it. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, they've obviously got ones already in the core ones that are just obvious in that, uh, like, keeping a monster alive. 
so you kind of feel like if you've lost all of your your dudes, you've sort of lost the game anyway. Uh, <laughs> and they're, they're, they're unlikely to be running and charging around the place if they're just stood on objectives defending them. So, uh, you know, in the middle of the game, they're all going to be tied up in combat. So, yeah, that one seems <laughs> it's to the suck. only one, so we're out. Um, and then the next one, so you're just going to take Beastmaster. Yeah. yeah, you're just going There's to take Beastmaster. better Master. ones. In the right, so then Battle Tactics yeah. is Rampaging Gargants. Sons of Behemoth Army only is a terrible grand strategy. It is. So that's not bad. We're happy with that. We're happy with all of these being terrible. That's what we're aiming for. We're aiming for them to be useless so we never have to think about them again. Looking at you, Trogherd. Or whatever the sub-faction is that makes Karakakalites good. No one knows. Yeah. No one knows that one. Wonderful. What's it called, James? <laughs> Which fire coven? No idea. Which fire coven? No, Guild of Summoners is where you get. Uh, the first time you get nine fate points, you can get a lot of change. Come on, James. Come on. Same. I only play pink Same. And it's brilliant. You and me should play. You, do you want a game of Warhammer? My 50 pink chorus versus your 50. And it will take eight weeks. Oh, I, found, <laughs> I found 10 more the other day. I got 60. <laughs> Such a good list. Right, anyway, Rampaging Gargants, right? Is, uh, so these are the battle tactics. Okay, time to get serious. These are the battle tactics. These are worth points. Kraken Eater Mega Gargants, so this one's called That's Mine, are fiercely territorial and they won't surrender anything they consider to be their loot without a fight. Pick one objective on the battlefield wholly outside your territory, okay? You complete this tactic if that objective marker is kicked away and it's wholly within your territory at the end of this turn. Okay. So, what do you make of that, Mr. Prescott? Uh, I can't remember the exact... Uh, be within three inches. Be within, be within three lads. inches. Roll 2d6. And then however far that gets yeah. you, you go. Can't re-roll it. Oh, you can. Right. There is an upgrade. There is yeah, an upgrade where you no can kick three d six. I don't know if it's a command trainer artifact. Okay. Yeah. And, but there's no test. You just kick yeah. it as long as you're within three. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a battle tactic. It's not particularly easy to do. So it's got to be outside of your territory, and you've got to be able to kick it straight into your territory, and you've got to be within three of it. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's, a, uh, it's a, it's a difficult one. So I, I can't, I, I'm not that bothered about it. It's, it's not good at all. It's not good at all, which is great because yeah. you, you're potentially giving up two yeah. VP, um, just hoping that that 2d6 roll is going to go your way. So like, uh, so I'm really against that. So yeah. no, uh, they're terrible, which is James, this is great news that they're bad. Great news. Uh, but it, it, it is, but it's still an option, right? So there's nothing to stop me kicking it in, like, turns one, two, three, four. So it's, like, set up for that, is that? Or do I have to kick it? No, it's not like a penalty. It's not like one shot you got to go. You can do a pass. You can do a kick and then another kick. But what if you kick too far? Like... Yeah, that's what I mean. So if I if I kick it and I roll a 12, do I have to move it the 12? Or can oh, I move no, you it have three? to move it the, the full amount. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then it's rubbish. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> In my head, I was just like, "Oh, if you can, if I can oh. just like tap it 
like Heinrad's had an amazing idea. Uh, kick one out of your territory one turn, and then kick it back the turn after. Yeah, yeah it's a good. It's a good plan. I think it. It's a because it's two d six. Like if you kick it out by four, you're probably in a good stead. If you kick it out like, well, yeah, if you're kicking it out, you just kick it out by one, and then you can't choose. You just got to kick it. Can't choose, out. can you? Yeah, but you kick oh, it Oh, I see what you're saying. Fucking, you fucking, you do a bit of a, what's that bowling? Yeah. You know when you fucking do a googly? Chinaman yeah. can't googly. be okay to That's say it. on TV. That can't be right. It's a ball that you bowl. Really like That's not, that. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm not Google googling. It. I'm not Google googling. Let, all right, fine. I'm going to google it. Style. All right. We apologise to everyone that we're watching the stream. The opinions of Nathan Prescott are not the opinions of the stream. Okay. Uh, It's called... (laughs) If he possesses a googly, the ball is supposed to leave the right-hander and come into the left-hander. Why Chinaman? Question mark. The term is traditionally uh, believed to have originated with the former West Indian spinner Ellis Akong back in 1933... England hosted Wales in West Indies. So it's to do with the fact that Ellis Akong was Chinese. Um, and that's why. So No, it's West Indian. <laughs> that just shows how weird okay. cricket was in right. days. Anyway, um, there you okay, go. Fine. Uh, like, this is, uh, it's like a dog throwing his own ball. That's what I guess. All right, let's see. At no point do I want anyone to do that battle tactic and say I'm doing whatever they said. <laughs> right, next up. I don't. I next up, uh, the now. Wrecking Cave. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a style of burning. It used, used to be like left arm wrist spinner or something. Wrecking Crew. So, some gargants become thoroughly incensed at the sight of enemy fortifications, making a point of smashing them to rubble. Um, you complete this tactic if a faction terrain feature in your opponent's army is demolished this turn. Hey, that's a great one. Is it a two-up? Yeah. Yeah, that one's... A two-up to destroy yeah. terrain with a, a gatebreaker. Yeah, it's smash uh, down, isn't it? Gatebreaker. Yeah, well, you can just do it. Uh, so it's called smash down. Uh, Pick a terrain feature within three of the moral. Roll the dice. If the roll is equal to or greater than the smash down value on the damage table, the, uh, it's reduced to. So it starts off as a two up, and then if, as he takes wounds, it goes up to a six up. But I guess you can also destroy it using your. Yeah, you got um, two chances, right? Yeah, using the rules for monstrous oh, so reaction. Way. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be done with a smashdown. It can be done by... Uh, where's my... Oh, it's downstairs. My handbook. Yeah, one of the monstrous reactions. I don't know. You just have to... That's at the end of the... End charge phase. Charge phase. Yeah, or yeah, beginning of the... Combat sure phase. End of the I, I can't remember the exact mechanics. For that okay, one. well, either way, that one seems pretty good. That one seems pretty good if you're playing OCR arcs for some reason. Um, like, I mean, you would have to move past the territory. 
um, or back past the objectives on towards some faction terrain to actually smash it down. And you're probably not doing that ever. Yeah. Because you're just sticking those yeah. six-inch circles. Honestly, Mega Gargants look like they're like going to a disco rink. They just turn up to those six-inch circles and they just skate around them, just having the best time. Like it's a dance floor. I really want to see some painted up like Earth, Wind, and Fire. It'll, be look, it'll look great. Is what I'm saying. Um, but that one's fine if you can attempt to achieve it, right? Like it's not good. It's not bad. Um, yeah. It gives you another option, though. Like that was my point earlier. I think like it gives them like. Even if you're playing against someone where the faction terrain doesn't matter, like it gives you an option late game to to run across, like and just smack that corner yeah. or at the Fair end enough. of the game. Fair enough. Um, I think like yeah. Eric Sormann says, your your gatebreaker is going to be doing actual work fighting on it. Like he's the scary one in your list anyway, so he's probably going to be fighting. So, and then finally, Man Skittles. Man Skittles is a common Gargan game, even in battle. Nathan, you're gonna love this. Played by hurling an unlucky enemy into a block of their comrades to see how many can be sent sprawling. Thumbs. You complete this tactic if a friendly War Stomper Mega Gargant uses its hurled body ability. The enemy model, enemy model you pick for the first part of this ability is slain, and an enemy battle line unit is picked as a target for the second part of this ability and suffers any mortal wounds as a result. So it requires a 4 plus, right? Yeah, so when you when you pick up something, you roll a dice, and it's got to be at least double their wounds characteristic. So yeah, if you're picking up a a one wound dude, obviously yep. you want to be rolling a two, and then uh, once you've thrown it, um, it's on a four plus. It it does the mortal wounds. So you've got to yeah. So obviously it uh, rolling a four plus is one of the most difficult things in very Warhammer, very hard think, right so yeah that's uh, yeah that one's a bit dodgy that one uh but i guess if there's no other options then that's what you go for but yeah that's a that's one of the ones that you uh is like a hail mary i say i say i think that one's probably the worst one yeah yeah that is um because i think like you're only going to use it at the end of a game because it's super risky. And actually, what's the chance of them having a unit you want to throw and a battle line unit all set up? And then you'd be like, oh, cool, I'm going to risk this for a biscuit and then not roll a four up. Oh. So, like, ultimately, yeah, it's not very good. It's a four up, right? Like, I don't think it's good at all. So my point is, yeah. is I think that they're fine. All the doom and gloom at the start of the show is that, like, if anything, all the battle tactics are worse. The grand strategy is worse than what's available. I don't think they're even good options, uh, which I think is fun. I mean, they're, like, flashy options. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you wanted to, like, be flashy and just be, like, turn five to win the tournament, you're on the top table, you're the Mega Gargan player, and they're like, right, okay, you could just do monsters takeover on this one, and you could win. And he goes, "Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw this at that battle line unit, and that's how I'm going to win." I mean, that's that's cool. That's cool that you've got the options to showboat a little bit. I love that. That's really fun. Or kick this objective, but you need like an eleven, and you choose it instead of something that's much easier to achieve. That's fun. I love that. I'm into that. I'm into some showboating. That works really well. Uh, yeah, there's some uh, some BDE right there. Um, but they're not very good. 
So they're not very effective, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and they're not very reliable. And, and, and games are all about reliability. Especially because the battle tactics you probably want to choose, if you have an army of monsters anyway, are the battle tactics that you get additional points for doing with monsters. You already have an army of monsters, so you're going to want yeah. to do the ones that yep. score you more monster points. So I doubt... I doubt we'll see almost any of them, which I think is interesting. The only one that probably is effective is the core battalion thing. That's all that's in there. And that's cool. And the core battalion thing's cool. Like, you know, like gives them a one drop, gives them access to an extra artifact. I got no problems with any of that. So ultimately, it seems great. I don't like that it's in White Dwarf because I have to teach the Zoomers what a magazine is. But other than that, it's a fine time. Like, I don't I don't hate any of it. And I, I'd, I'd almost say... Well, I mean, it, it has zero effect on me at all, so I don't care, is what I'm probably going to think. Apart from when I play that triple artifact Gargant list, and I'm like... Because you know what the third artifact's going to be. Do you guys... Uh, Make them no, a Glowy Lantern's the second artifact. This is how it works, right? First one, Amulet of Destiny. Second one, Glowy Lantern. But the third one... Is Kraken Eater Sandals. Right? And to lose to a gargant with fancy oh, yeah. sandals is my idea of actual hell. <laughs> is it because basically, they're basically wearing crocs? crocky to sandals, um, right? Um, and also, like the hobby room says, like rules being in white dwarf. What does does that mean? I've got to take that with me to a tournament, like. I can't get it in the app, you know, like, but that's a digital conversation anyway, right? Do we think? Yeah. Cracking so here's a question, and, and obviously no one has the answer. Are all white dwarfs free if you buy no. Warhammer Plus? It's a white dwarf is separate to Plus. Oh, rubbish. But you get old white dwarfs. You get in digital place. things in Plus. I'm not sure what. You just uh, all I know about Plus is you get phenomenal paint tutorials. That's it. Don't know anything else. Like I don't know what else they're doing. Is in what else is in Plus? TV, net, net, Netflix, not good. What are you <laughs> not trying to say, good James? As Netflix. What words are you trying to get out of your mouth? Well, did anyone? So I so lockdown yeah. one happened. Here's my point. Here's a. Here's a point. Jesus. So lockdown okay. one happened, right? And and as if by magic, in lockdown one, some idiots started doing a uh -huh. show every day, but that wasn't important because also Disney released Disney Plus. Did uh, and it and, and I brought it, so I brought it for lockdown one. Um, and you'd think, oh, Disney, huge, loads of content, and I got the app, paid for the year, and I was like. This is not that much content. Um, and obviously since they realized that and acquired a million things and added a million things to it. But I think it's quite interesting. Like, I can't... How how does Games Workshop, who didn't release an app when they said they were going to release an app, churn out enough other content, like, James, on my TV? James, it's about the painting tutorials, James. That's what we're there for. Yeah? Oh, okay. We're just there for those. Okay, we're just we're there, there for, for anything else. Just... The hot okay. girl with the painting tutorial is all we're there for, right? Like, <laughs> that is a terrible, terrible description. The very talented painter yeah, should be a who we're there for. 
however they look. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the future. I don't know what the future of um, the our rules being in White Dwarf and on paper and stuff is going to be. I imagine it'll be mental um, and won't be very well thought out. But that's okay. We're a really smart community. We'll work it out ourselves. We'll make our own apps. We'll put our own stuff on the internet. We're really clever as a group. Yeah, individually, me, no, not that clever. But us as a group, we're just the best, right? Like, and we'll we'll smash it and we'll work it out. Like, so it'll be fine. I don't think it'll be much of a stress, right? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. No stressing. Yeah, we no got stressing. it. We're a clever group, so we'll be fine. So ultimately, actually, again, end of uh, an Age of Sigmar three show. Everything's fucking great. Everything is awesome. Yeah, like, like yep. the game's wicked. The balance is fucked, but who cares? Like, when has it ever not been? The game's great. The battle tactics are fun. The models are sweet. The lore's probably great. Um, like, fucking, do you, either you two want to play Warhammer this week? Because I'm keen. Is what I'm saying. Always. We yeah, um, I'd love we, to. we get an app that we can pay for we that do. just paint in tutorials. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure we're doing other things as well, right? Um, uh, like AD says, AOS 3 is ace, the rule books are shit. But, like, that's fine. That's always been the case. Like, it doesn't matter. Just get off book and it'll be fine. The, I mean, like, it's really good. It's super fucking fun, man. The game. Because it's dumb. Like, you're just like, the battle tactics are great. Watching someone fail a battle tactic is like manna from heaven. It's what it is. Like, the fucking erection I get on my nipples when someone fails a battle tactic is amazing. They're like, so yeah, yeah. I, they're like, right on the score sheet, they're like, I didn't score my battle tactic. I'm like, no, you didn't. Say it again, you little bitch. You didn't do it, did you? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to play him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Kairos just so when he's like, I'm gonna do this thing, I'm gonna fucking turn his charge off. Not for the whole game, just for the one battle tactic. It's wicked fun. Um, I'm super keen. I think it's so good. Uh, so <laughs> that's my takeaway. Have you guys got any takeaways from this week, James? You're gonna be playing. Age- I can't wait for salty James though next uh, Monday, Nathan, when he's had his dick kicked in by all the fucking pro gamers. Yeah. Just, just remember, James. They probably don't know any of their rules. That's fine. And if you want to, if you want to be, the net is the net is fucked. Uh, anyway, does it? Oh, we're back. Does it rely on our internet a little bit? No. It re- <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Because <laughs> if it does, then yeah, it's probably the internet from the south is terrible. Yeah, I was gonna say because I, I just upgraded mine, so my internet is. Uh... Lovely. Yeah, the internet broke twice. Oh, the, the internet only breaks on the Monday show now, which is great. The show people tune in. We for. know we're back, right? Yeah, I know we're back. I've just we just we just chatting. Come on, let's end the show. Let's end the show. It's been a lovely time talking with you guys. Thank you. Uh, tune in again next week. We're gonna have a lovely time. Maybe down about no, maybe not. If not, we'll, we'll we'll ask him instead of five minutes before the show goes live. Is what we'll do. Um, uh, Nathan, do you know what we should also do? No, what? I think at some point this week, if anyone in the chat, I don't know how many people are left, or anyone that listens back knows how to record my voice and auto-tune the crap out of it, I'll make an official Nathan tune. 
like every week if they can be asked to do it. Oh my god, is it is the <laughs> intro? Yes, I'm in yeah. for that. Yeah, I could do that anyway. Um, uh, and also, um, a uh, quick one: if anyone wants uh, Lee Bromley's getting a ticket, if any of you um, uh, want to come to the, uh, we've got an event on Saturday. We've got a couple of tickets left, so I know this is obviously hilarious because loads of people from all around the world are like, "Rob, I can't come. Like, I'm literally in another country." But if anyone happens to be local to Nottingham and wants to come to our Age of Sigmar event this Saturday, then tickets are available. Yeah, and fucking, we'll have a great time. Uh, so we'll see you guys soon. Um, and thanks, Nath. Thanks, James. See you guys soon. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.